Hey guys, welcome back to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. We are wrapping up the week, so here is Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for you. On Thursday, we are going to start off with some skill work. The skill is going to be directly what we're doing in the workout, so we are going to work on Turkish get-ups. We'll spend some time breaking down the Turkish get-up, practicing the movement, and then we'll get ready for our workout. Our workout is two rounds for time, 30 calorie ski for the guys at Cadre, 24 calorie ski for the gals at Cadre, um, and 30 GHG sit-up for everybody that's up at CLE. And then 50 pistol squats, followed by 30 dumbbell hang power clean and jerk. We're going to do these the same way that we saw in the open, I believe, two years ago. Or was it last year? It was last year. Last year. Um, it's going to be 50 pounds for guys, 35 for gals. And you guys have to switch every five reps. So you guys have to pull that dumbbell up to the shoulder. You have to touch the head of the dumbbell to the shoulder and then press over your head. Once you finish five reps on one side, you switch, much like you would switch in a snatch. We're going to go through two rounds of that. So it's going through once and again, and then we go immediately into 10 Turkish get-ups. So the moment we finish those two rounds, we're finishing the entire wad with 10 Turkish get-ups. We want you guys to use the heaviest weight that allows you to maintain one rep every 30 seconds. This is going to be a burner on the shoulders. Just getting out of that workout with the dumbbell hang power clean and jerk and going to the Turkish get-up, make sure that number one, you guys are controlled and safe. Do not... Do not start flapping on the ground. Don't go too quick on a Turkish get up because then it gets out of control. Keep your eyes up on the kettlebell or dumbbell if you're using a dumbbell. Um, as you do that Turkish get up and just take your time. Take your time and watch it and make sure that your motions every single time, every Turkish get up, you make the same moves. So we're going to put out a video on proper technique for a Turkish get up because it is a complicated series of movements. It's not about speed. It's about hitting the right positions in the right order and if you do it well it's quite safe it's a very effective way to build core strength and uh, control over the shoulder in weird positions at weird angles um, and with a, a one-sided load so put a lot of emphasis into how you do that turkish get up not necessarily trying to go as fast as possible on those final 10 reps but making sure that you deliberately walk properly through each and every repetition um, it's it's very easy to do these poorly but it doesn't do you any good as an athlete. Um, make sure that you slow down and you process through it and you understand how and when to move yourself. Yeah, and I think it's one of the most beneficial movements because you get to go from a complete laying down position all the way to standing up with weight overhead. And I think it's one of the very few movements that allows that. So it, it has massive carryover just as far as controlling shoulders goes and as far as um, having strength in your core and the ability to stand up. So, following that on Friday, we are going to start off with 5x5 five five behind the neck stretch press. We've done these a couple times before. Did you say Friday? This oh. Is... oh, my bad. Nope, yep, Friday. Um, it was Friday. 5x5 five five behind the neck strict press. We have done these before. Uh, it's a little bit odd of movement. You guys are going to have to go a tad bit wider with the hands than we normally go because it's very hard to do a strict press grip from behind the neck and still stay in good position. Um, and you guys are going to have to, once again, control. You guys are going to have to control back down to the neck. We can't really let that bar come crashing down and absorb it as much as we would in the front rack. We can do that a little bit, but you guys are going to have to control it down to the back of the neck or else we might end up scraping down our vertebrae. 
Um, we want to make sure you guys stay safe and controlled in that. When we're doing these sets of five, um, we really want this to be kind of a rep that starts at the top. So once you press your first one out, we're going to essentially do a touch and go off our shoulders from then on out for the remainder of those uh, four reps that are left. And then after the final rep, we'll bring it back down to our back, um, and then you can absorb it with the legs. But really, that set, it's not meant to be all that heavy. Um, and we'll do a couple of warm-up sets to get ready for it to make sure that positions are, are well met and that you are, are functioning with a good range of motion. If you're not able to function with a good range of motion, then you probably need to take your hands a little bit wider um, to open up some more space for your shoulders to work. Some of you are going to struggle a lot with this. Um, that, that shows you that you've got a weakness um, in your mobility behind the neck. That's, that's a big thing for a lot of people. And if you can't overhead squat well, well, then it's not a far stretch to say that this might be quite a challenge for you. And if you improve your ability to control a bar on and off the shoulders behind the neck, then I'm quite certain you will gain more ability to control a bar overhead while squatting it. Um, this has definitely worked for me in the past. Uh, and, and I'm quite happy with how much I can overhead squat relative to my other levels of strength. So I really encourage you guys to, to make sure that you're slowing this down, doing it well. This is not a fast lift. This is a lift for control and position. Yeah, great accessory. Following that, we're going to go into a workout that actually contains overhead squat. It's a 10-minute AMRAP of 10 overhead squats, 10 lateral bar over burpee, and 30 double-unders. For the overhead squat weight, it's written at 115.80. We want you guys to use a weight that you're going to stay unbroken with. This is this is a snatch to begin to get your first rep out of the way. Um, in, in my in my opinion, you should be using that snatch to start the set because it should be a light enough weight that you can snatch it. And then continuing doing all ten of your overhead squats in one sweep, and then putting your bar down. Um, you should not have to break up your overhead squats. If you do, you have chosen a weight that is too heavy. Um, we can't say this enough. You guys have to scale weights to find the appropriate level for yourself. Um, this workout, we've written it at these weights. Well, I'm going to take myself and some athletes and give them more weight because they'll be able to handle 135 pounds and stay unbroken for 10 straight minutes. But we've given it this low to try to help you guys find the right weight for you. If it is lighter than this, please put less weight on your bar. This is a continuously moving AMRAP. 10 minutes doing unbroken overhead squats, right into smooth, steady burpees, and then hopefully finding a good rhythm and going unbroken as well on your double unders. Yep, and if we don't have double unders, we are going to scale that with, um, I'd say, 30 seconds of double under practice um, or 30 seconds of attempting double unders or if you guys are not there yet and we're still working on jump rope then we'll just go 30 seconds of single unders yeah which will probably be like 60 reps yep all right on to our workout for saturday on saturday we're going to be doing uh two back-to-back 10-minute amraps and our first amrap is going to be 20 push-ups and 20 box step-ups for those box step-ups we're up on a 24 inch box 20 for ladies 24 for guys um, with a barbell on the back. And we want you guys to pick a weight on that barbell that you guys can cruise through tw quick tens. So it's a quick 
up on top of that box, both feet up, lock out, back down, touch the other foot to the ground, and then you're back up on that box. We've done quite a bit of box step up work recently. Uh, it was in the open and we just, we've seen it quite a bit. So I think you guys know what we expect there at a quick 10. So don't step away from the box, stay on it, stay moving, um, and feel free to switch with your partner as needed. Do not push yourself to the point where you're slowing down. Just switch, take your rest, and keep the intensity higher. Yeah. For our push-ups, we can scale those up to a handstand push-up. So if you guys are comfortable doing that volume of handstand push-ups um, between you and your partner or if one of you guys is, then feel free to push yourself and go for the handstand push-up. Once we complete 10 minutes of those two movements, we get a two-minute break before we start another 10-minute AMRAP. This time, we got three movements. We're doing four wall climbs, then 20 alternating lunges with that same barbell held in a front rack, and then finally, 20 toes to bar. Um, for, for all of these, we can split the work as we wish, and uh, with these wall climb, lunges, and toes to bar, I would recommend you try to find a good rhythm with your partner where you're breaking things either in half, or you're having one person commit to all of the wall climbs, and then you break in half the lunges and break in half the toes to bar. Um, those wall climbs are a little bit of the odd man out. If you've got two people who are strong at wall climbs, they can probably knock out four real fast reps, and that might be quicker than transitioning uh, the actual wall climber. If you're not quite as strong, then feel free to alternate back and forth or do two and two. Right? It's really up to you. Uh, with the lunges, once you pick it up, you should be committing to a solid set. I'm saying you should probably just split it in the middle and go 10 reps for you, 10 reps for them. Then lastly, toes to bar. Quick small sets work. If you've got more aggressive athletes, it's not too hard to split that one right down the middle. Um, it would be pretty tough to have one person commit to all 20 reps. That'd be a lot of work to do in, in one chunk. And while we're already fatigued because we've done 10 minutes of work and only had a two-minute break before we start this segment. Yeah, I think for those lunges, it's also important. We're going to use the same weight as we use for the box step-up. So making sure that you guys pick an appropriate weight for both of those movements is going to be essential. Um, and then for the lunges also, we're going to step back to where we came from. So we're stepping forward and then pressing ourselves back to standing. We're not doing a walking lunge. So this means keep your back foot planted where it's at and press yourself to it rather than doing the stutter step as we try to come up out of that lunge. In order for that to work well, you really have to focus on keeping your chest upright. If you start to lean forward and tip forward when that barbell is in the front rack, it's very hard to recover out of that lunge properly. So think about taking a step forward, sinking straight down rather than down forward, and then pushing back uh, off that front foot to return to standing. You gotta keep your belly tight and your butt tight in order to keep that spine vertical so that you can better control these repetitions. All right, that is our week. That is Thursday through Saturday, um, starting April, what, 11th? Yep, April 11th. Yep. Stop back in uh, after you guys finish your workout on Saturday. We're going to publish the podcast at noon, and then you guys are going to have that intro for the next week, so you can listen to it Sunday and or Monday and be ready to come into the gym and knock another week out of the park. See you guys on the rubber. I don't say smart things anymore.